Thanks for tuning in to Inspire Pathway, where you will learn how to be the best you can be. Now your host, your inspiration coach from Nigeria and now living in Grand Prairie, Texas, Chin Windu Nekopara. Anchor is a great place to listen, a good motivator. It has so much for you. You can also use it for your platform, for your story. So I encourage you to tune in to Anchor. It's going to it's going to become on top of the chart, I believe it. It, it really is. We on Spotify, we on Bid, you can find us, Google us. We are here. Stay tuned, stay encouraged, be a part of it. Be a part of the movement. Well, hello. I hope all is well with you today. I just want to thank my listeners who have been being faithful listening to what uh what Inspire Pathway has been doing. I just want to thank y'all for listening. But before I begin the topic for today, you know me, I have to go with the prayer. But Lord, I just want to thank you today for whoever's listening, that this topic can be able to help somebody today to fulfill their dreams and destiny, to be able to help them any way they could. But Father, I thank you that you open up their heart, their ears, their mind, to be able to comprehend what this topic is all about today. In Jesus' name, amen. So. My good listeners, today's topic is business. Today, I have a man, a very special friend and a very special guest today that he's been, uh, been a friend of mine for, for 10 years. And, and I've seen the, the incredible work he has been doing on his own business. So today we're going to talk about a little business and what he does. So father ado, I just want to introduce you guys, my special guest, Dinero Taylor. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. So today's topic, man, is is business talk, man. So before I begin, man, would you tell a little bit about your, my audience, about your background, you know, what you do? Yeah, man. Uh, First off, can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes, you, I can. Okay, great. And then, uh, man, I just want to say thank you so much, man, for inviting me to uh, be a part of your podcast. And, uh, man, I, I just want to congratulate you on just getting started and on the growth that you've seen so far. And I truly believe, man, that this thing's really going to blow up and just like the name says, inspire uh, a lot of people to, you know, move forward in life, face their goals, you know, and just do whatever it is they're trying to do. And yeah, man, I just, I'm just really glad to be on here, man. And it really is an honor. I, uh, uh, listen to a lot of podcasts and, and YouTube channels and I listen to a lot of interviews. And what's funny is, man, I've always wondered what I would say if anybody inter- interviewed me. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. hear some of these powerful interviews where these people are like telling this story about, how they slept in their car for a couple of years and now they're managing a multi-million dollar company and they've provided jobs for thousands of people. And, you know, the the questions that they ask these people are really good. And I'm just like, man, I wonder what I would say if I was ever on an, an interview or a podcast or something like that, man. So thank you for allowing me to be on here and this, this be my first one. And yeah, man, I just hope it uh, finds somebody's ears and benefits them in some way, shape, or form. So I appreciate um, that, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. But to uh, answer your question, yeah, my name's Dinero Taylor, man. I'm currently 34. 
I live in the Dallas, Texas area. I'm from Columbus, Ohio originally, and I've had I've owned my business now for about five years. I've got about six people uh, total that that I, I like to say work with me. Okay. I don't really like to say work work for me because you know we all get to pick and choose where we where we want to work. Yes, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'm honored that my team has chosen to show up every day, day after day, to work with me and not necessarily for me. But the business is primarily primarily centered around the graphics industry, and a large chunk of our business are vehicle wraps. Uh, window signage, banners and signs. We do a lot of work with plumbers, electricians, roofers. We do a lot of work with some of the local school districts, which is really cool. Some nonprofit organizations and things of that nature. But long story short, it's a graphics company and we specialize in vehicle wrap. Okay, that's good, man. It's good to hear. So I have uh, about four questions I'm going to ask you because here's what I'm yeah. asking is because you don't know who is trying to get into the type of business that you do. So you never know how you can help somebody. So my first question is, what made you decided to be a business owner? Uh, Well, man, so I've got a couple of mentors. Okay. And uh, they own their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a combination of realizing that there was really nowhere else for me to go. I kind of hit a glass ceiling in my industry. Mm-hmm. When I was working for another company yeah. that does the same thing that I do with a combination of one of my mentors telling me that or asking me why I wasn't doing it for myself. So, yeah, I had pretty much just hit a ceiling. And then I had realized that I was doing a large majority of the work while still making good money that, you know, myself and the business owner agreed mm-hmm. upon. So yeah. I wasn't upset about what I was being paid. I was I was fine with that. But I realized that I was doing a large majority of the work while the business owner and, and I'm not mad at him for it. You know, very, very nice guy really was kind of just delegating and directing while not working as hard as the people around him that worked with him or for him. And that's when it dawned on me. I was just like, well, what is stopping me from doing this for myself? Mm. If I'm if I'm able to do everything that pertains to this business, you know, and um, I I kind of want my own business and work for myself. And it just everything just kind of fell in place at the right time. And then around that time as, as well, I had met my business partner, my now business partner. So, um, you know, I, and really the challenge, I would say the challenge, just the idea of trying to do something on my own and having something with my name on it that I could call my own, I thought would be a good challenge. And it and it, it, it really excited me. And I just wanted to, to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I have uh, another question. So the next question is, what are the most difficult uh, for, like, what is the difficult thing of starting your own business? I think exactly what you said is just getting started. Okay. You know, there are several things, Stewie, that I think a lot of people get discouraged by or will use as a roadblock mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. when it comes to starting their own business or organization or company, whatever you want to call it. And uh, for example, they may be discouraged by the amount of time 
it may take for the business to become profitable or quote unquote successful. But regardless, the, the amount of time it's going to take, that, that time is going to pass regardless. So let's say it takes you three years for your business to become truly successful and you, you get discouraged by that. Well, that the three years is going to pass regardless. So at the yeah. end of the three years, did you start the business or are you still thinking about starting the business or scared to start it because it's going to take three years? You know what I mean? And then I think the idea of what people perceive to be a, to be successful and a failure. Okay. You know, uh, I think a lot of people are just scared of failing. So they never really make the leap, so to speak, to start their own business. It's, but it's like if you, a leap of faith. They, they don't, yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And if you can get past the idea of being looked at as a failure and just setting aside all of the the opinions of other people off to the side and disregarding them, mm-hmm. whether you fail or not, really don't. I would eliminate the word failure. I would I would look at it as a learning experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Because in my opinion, you really can never fail if you don't stop trying. There you go. There you go. I like You know that. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think when you stop trying is when you fail. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, that I think that's some of the, one of the most difficult things is just getting away from your own negative thoughts and other negative people and not being discouraged by the amount of time it takes to do something and whatever you've been told by somebody else. So, okay. Uh, one example is everybody right before I was about to start my business and I was very careful to not tell a lot of people that I was going to do it. I only told a very select few people that were close to me because that's when you start getting hit with, oh, well, hey, you know, 80 percent of all businesses fail in two years. Yeah. Hey, you know, most business owners can't uh, write themselves a personal check for three years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah. And, oh, man, if your credit's not good, the bank's not going to loan you any money. And, oh, man, I mean, if if you start a business, you're never going to see your family. You're never going to have any personal time. That business is going to own you. And if, if I had listened to all that, I probably wouldn't have gotten started. But I knew yeah. that that was out there lurking. So I decided to, you know, kind of keep my dream in my pocket, so to speak. Yeah. And And be very careful who I showed it to and told about it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of dream killers out there, man. It is. It is. Yeah. And, it, and then you you hit it, it, it right there. You hit it when you said worried about people because sometimes that's what become very heavy on people's minds starting something. You know, for example, Christ said that if you go pray to me in a secret, even told us that, secret place. As you right. pray and keep everything secret, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to reward you openly. So, right, right, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I like that. All right, man. I have two more questions. Okay, you know, what are the two benefits of being your own business owner? What are the two benefits? Man, that that's a great question, man. That is a fantastic question. Uh, so uh, one of the uh, main things for me is time. Okay. Mm. Um, and, and I'm sure you and I have had this discussion before. Oh, yeah. in, in my opinion, time is other than like water or land or, or food. Time is the most valuable resource on earth that you cannot reproduce 
or mm-hmm. find more of. So, you know, the moment you and I are born, we are running out of time. Yes. True. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what's really deep for me. So, you know, for me, one of the worst things somebody could do in life is show up on planet Earth and just let their potential go to waste. Yeah. By wasting their time doing something that does not uh, show or help them reach their fullest potential. For example, let, I mean, uh, okay, uh, you you and I both follow basketball. Let's let's use LeBron James, okay? Yes. Um, yes. Oh yeah. I mean, the guy's exploding with potential, right? Best basketball oh, player yeah. in the world, depending on your opinion or whatever. But he's doing a imagine lot. Imagine if Le- a lot. <laughs> imagine if LeBron James got out of uh, out of uh, high school and instead of pursuing his dreams he just, he thought it would be much safer to be a high school basketball coach or you know basket or gym teacher or something like that now that's still in the area of what he likes to do which is basketball but it, it's like imagine all of the championships and the MVPs that he would have missed out on and all the records mm-hmm. that he would have broken by just settling for being a, a teacher, a, a, a teacher, a gym coach, basketball coach, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, not saying that that's wrong. You know, he would have impacted the lives of several young men, I'm sure. But there was there there was so much, so many more greater things on the other side of that door if he had, for him to walk through it, which he did, you know. So for me, it's like I could have sat and just been a graphic designer for the rest of my life. And yeah. done okay, made decent money, you know, but the potential and the the opportunity I would have missed out on uh, by not taking that chance yeah, to me is like one of the biggest regrets you could have in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the and the possibilities that it opens up to. Getting back to your question, which is time. So, in regards to time. I get the time to do some of the things that I I would like to do that I'm I wasn't able to do working for somebody else. So mm-hmm. for example, working for somebody else, they they told me when to be there. Yeah. They told me when to eat lunch and when yeah. to come back from lunch and they told me when to leave. Yep. They told me what days to come in and what days to not come in. Now, granted, some jobs do give their employees some flexibility, but for the most part if they say jump, you say how high. You yep. know what I mean? You have to. So from you have to. You have to. But I'll tell you too, man, one of the most beautiful things, man, and it's and to some people it's not it may not be a big deal, but it's a huge deal for me. And it was something so small. I now can leave in the middle of the day and go have lunch with my kids at school. Wow. If they're having like a yeah, if they're having like a invite your parents to lunch day or something like that. And the thing is, I don't have to ask anybody if I can go. I don't have to tell them when I'm leaving. I don't even have to tell them when I'm going to be back. I may not even come back to work that day. There I could you possibly go. pull my kids, you know, I could possibly yeah. pull my kids out of school after lunch and we just go to the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and to me that is that is priceless. You know what I mean? So to answer kind of answer your question the first thing would be time. I, I am. I have much more flexibility with my time. That's good. And then, man, um, I'm gonna try and sum up the second part with one answer, but it might be kind of like two. But the second part for me would be the financial opportunities that have been provided 
to me. Wow, I see that, that that's good right there. And and, and, yeah, and that, in yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say, in relationship to the amount of effort I'm putting out in exchange for the amount of income I'm receiving. So listen, okay, you hear people talk about, oh man, just work hard, work hard, grind hard, grind hard, work hard. And man, that's great. I'm 100% with that. But listen, I th there are some people out here working real hard for a very low amount of money. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you might look at men and I've got so much respect for these guys who do the landscaping out here in this Texas sun and the construction workers out here in this Texas heat. And, Same here. you know, I mean, the guys crawling up under the car, changing oil, rotating tires. I have so much respect for those guys because that is hard work. Yes, it is. That is hard work. And Chewy, I'll be the first one to tell you that when it comes to like hard back-breaking labor, I don't work hard. <laughs> I work... <laughs> Listen, I'm going to keep it real with you. I work, I work diligently. Yeah. And I, I'm i very good at my craft, but, like, yeah. my body when I come home from work because I was it was hard on my body. Now, yeah. I work... I believe I work hard mentally, but what owning my own business has allowed me to do is kind of duplicate myself in the form of other people and delegate to where um, I'm not having to do all of the labor. I, yeah. I was able to put together a team and still increase my, my finances while getting back time mm -hmm. and growing, growing a business. Amen. And uh, that, that for me was just really, to be honest, it's been life changing. You know, there yeah. have been several things I've been able to do for myself and my family of fin financially that opening the business has, has done. And then the, I'll say the other half of that question is I, I would say ownership. Ownership. Um, yes, ownership. Okay. So th there, there have been people who have dedicated a large chunk of their lives to working for a company. And legally, that company has the right to terminate, fire, or let go and of you as an employee. Yeah, for any reason, any reason, anytime you could dedicate any at any time. Yeah. I mean, you look at COVID, and and whether they want to or not, and you may not have done anything wrong. It's just that certain things have happened inside the business and the economy where they're like, "Hey, we want to keep you, we just cannot. We have to let you go." Yeah. Or you have to take a decrease in pay to stay here. So to me, that was really mind boggling that you could dedicate 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years of your life to one company and they walk in one day and you've been either replaced by somebody younger or a machine or they just got rid of that position altogether and they shake your hand and say, thank you for your time. They may give you like a little compensation package or whatever you call it. But long story short, you no longer work there. That's right. I'm glad you said, and I, and I hope whoever's listening, you know, this uh, business talk that you can take this to the heart and, and, and pursue your dreams and, and, and don't quit because it all going to work out. Like he said earlier, if you don't quit, it will come into pass. So right. uh, if you're listening, what this man is talking about, take it to the heart and don't quit. You might be like him one day. So the the last question I'm going to ask you, Kendera, is what advice would you give somebody 
who is trying to do the type of business that you do? Man, this is a, a phenomenal question. And you know what, Chewy? I wouldn't even say if it were specifically for my my specific industry, but any business that they're any. slightly interested in getting in. Okay. So I had a I had a young man that was going door to door selling um, home remodeling services, and I mean, again, you know, you we were talking about hard work in the heat. In the heat, I mean, this was, it was probably five o'clock, man, and this is this was probably a couple of weeks ago. It's August, so you know, I mean, it was in the hundreds, and uh, he was they were going door to door, you know, and they of course they got to look professional, so they got to wear the polo shirts with pants. You can't just be out here walking around with some shorts and flip flops because it's hot. Yeah. You got to have on dress slacks, you know, and with, I mean, if you've ever walked around outside in dress slacks or pants with, with dress shoes on and two shirts, polo and in shirts, it's hot. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So, and this, he was probably maybe about maybe 19 or 20. He rang the doorbell. I opened the door and I'm going to long, I'm going to drag this out, but, um, he gave me his, his pitch. And I pretty much told him that we were, we were okay um, as far as needing remodeling services because we just did a few things to the house, so we were good for now. Mm-hmm. But before, what, what I really respected about the young man was before he left, he said, and this is a true story. I'm not, I didn't make this up just so it sounds good for the podcast, you know. But um, I appreciate that. He said, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you hear some stories, you'd be like, man, that's a real convenient story. Yeah, this, yeah. Channel. That sounds a little too good to be true. But anyways, yeah. um, he turned back to me. And he said, can I ask you a personal question? I said, yeah, sure. And he said, how did you start your business? And, um, and, and man, I mean, my antennas just went up and I got real excited, man, because I love just, just putting, pouring gems and pouring out knowledge on people, man, because yeah. I would hope somebody would do the same thing for me. But anyways, you know, I, I went into detail for about 30, 40 minutes or something like that, but. Long story short, what I told him was, and, and I asked him, I said, what is it you're interested in? Like, if money was not a concern, concern, what are you interested in? And he said, man, I really like the clothing industry. Like, you know, I want to develop my own brand. And he said, I really like fitness. I like helping other people out when it comes to fitness. And I said, okay, great, perfect. And I said, what I would do if I were you, is I would go around to every single gym and I would see if they have any openings in, in anything. Whether if they, if they're just like, you know, we don't need a personal trainer, but, uh, we do need somebody to wipe down the equipment and clean the equipment. Okay. Fine. You know, but you're in that environment. Mm. You're in the place that, that you want to be. And a lot of people mentally screw themselves up because they're looking at it as I'm working at a job instead of they should be looking at it as I'm getting paid for this company to train me on how to open my own business. Oh, wow. If, if you if you can make that mental switch, I'm telling you, you will show up to work every day and you will soak up every single thing around you and that and, and whatever anybody has to say. And you'll probably go the extra mile and ask. For some extra responsibilities because you've mentally made the switch in your mind to these people are paying me to come here and learn how to run my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot and a lot of people they'll show up to work and they just want to do the bare minimum. They want to do enough just to not get fired. They don't they don't ask for any kind of extra responsibilities. They don't want to learn anything new. They just want to show up, do their work, and go home. 
and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If if you do what was asked of you, and then you decide, and you and you know, at the end of the day, you can go home knowing that you did what you were told to do. That's fine. Yeah. But I believe you need to go the extra mile if you're really trying to learn that business. So it's just like, hey, let's let's stay on the example of the the gym. You know, yeah. you know this young kid went open up his own gym. It's like, hey, I would walk in there, look around, and pay attention to how they have the gym laid out. They specifically lay out the equipment in gyms a certain way so they can funnel people in and out of there for maximum profit. And I know a lot of people don't know that, but they do. I would pay attention to the specific type of gym equipment that they have and what kind they have. And then are they selling more memberships to men or women and at what time of year? And then how much are they selling the membership for? You know, uh, what, what type of clothing or, or added perks are they giving to the gym members? Mm-hmm. This is everything I would look at as and you would almost think of it as like you, if you were a spy or like, you know, and your job is to infiltrate this company and learn everything about them so you can take the information back and duplicate it increasing your knowledge that's it that's it that's the whole reason why colleges exist yeah if you look at it you you're going to college and you're paying them for the information to be there but if you're if you're looking to open up a small business they will pay you to be there and learn Mm -hmm. and i think that's where a lot of people just get meant have a mental handicap is you know and again it goes back to time if you if you want to be a gym owner, don't waste your time walking around out here going door to door selling home remodeling services. Get to that gym. And yep. then the second second thing I told the young man was if it's really important to you, you know, we, we make priorities for the things that are most important. That is we so both true. Have families. You know what I mean? We both have families. We both got kids, you know, things of that nature. So we make time for what's a priority. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, hey, listen, man, if Opening this small business or, or working toward owning your own business is, is really a priority. Then I would dedicate at least one hour specifically to that a night. Yeah. So once you get home from work, let's say, you know, you do your regular thing. You get to work at 830 or whatever. You get home at six after sitting in traffic, eat, eat dinner, you know, finish, finish up with dinner at 630. Then from like maybe seven to eight. You know, watch a YouTube video, read a book, do some kind of research, you know, look into getting an LLC, a website domain or something, something that is geared towards your overall goal of opening the business. And it doesn't even have to be anything major. It could be something small, but at least you dedicated one hour to getting closer to your goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, and after a while, you'll look up and you're one year closer to your goal of opening your business or starting your business than you were previously, you know, because you dedicated at least an hour or more to getting to where you want to be. That's good. That's you good, know, man. and um, yeah, just priorities. You know, if I, if I called you up right now and I said, and I think we, we had this conversation before I said, Chewy, listen, they, they made, they printed too much money this week at the bank or wherever, you know, the federal reserve. And they got million dollar bags of unmarked tax free cash down here in downtown Dallas. I don't care how busy you were that day or at that moment. You would figure out a way to get down there and get one of those bags of money. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I'm dropping everything. Because it, that's it. Yeah, because it's it's a priority. It, yeah. it is now a top priority. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of uh, Eric, Mr. the Hip Hop Preacher or whatever. Oh, yeah. You I know, know one of his man. most famous. Oh, listen. One of his one of his most famous phrases or or you know little um clip from one of his speeches was um air. He said, "If you want something as bad as you do air, you'll stop at nothing to get it." And he used the example of somebody who's got asthma and they're having an asthma attack. Let's say you you're having an asthma attack. You're not thinking about bills. You're not thinking about going to watch the game. You're not thinking about food. Nothing. Your biggest priority is air. How can you, I breathe? You need. How can I breathe? Yeah. So he said, if you, if you, if you figure out what it is you want and you make that thing that you want as the biggest priority, like, like it is that you have an air, man, I mean, you'll be an unstoppable force of nature, man. I mean, yes. a, a brick wall can stop you. That's right. You're you going to run through that. You run through it. But, you um, know? you guys have heard the most amazing and powerful word of, you know, get into the next step about owning your own business. So, D, let me ask you this. If somebody, like, listening right now decided, okay, how can I reach Dinero Taylor and, and and how can I do a business with him? So, how can people reach you, you know, what website and, you know, just let the audience know. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I would say that we're, so we're on, we're on Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel and we're on Instagram and we've got a website, but my website actually has links to all of those social media platforms. So I would say the best thing to do to reach me would be uh, through the website, firstclassgraphics.com. And that's first with the number one. So that's one S T D L A S S graphics with an S dot com, firstclassgraphics.com. And man, you can send me a direct email. Uh, you can, you can hit the link to the, uh, YouTube, to the YouTube or the Facebook or the Instagram in any of those. And, uh, I would be more than happy to do business with somebody. Or again, if it's something that, uh, doesn't even pertain to my business and they would like to elaborate or talk more about opening up their own business to a completely different industry. And if there's any way I could help, man, I'm more than happy to, man, cause I've been extremely blessed. God has smiled upon me and my family, and uh, I I am more than happy to pay it forward, man. I really am. Okay. Well, you guys have heard it all. You know, I appreciate you guys listening to Business Talk. And, Dinero, thank you so much for taking your time, once again, taking your time to to join me on uh, Inspire Pathway Business Talk today. And I'm going to also ask you to send me some of the links on, on the link on this podcast. So thank you again. And also thank you for my listeners. This is Mr. Pathway. And you guys continue to have a good day and stay encouraged and go after your dream. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And visit us at www.inspirepathway.com for more details.